All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here, ladies and gentlemen. That's Jake Vevra, stand-up comedian in New York City. I am Nathan Timmel, stand-up comedian in Iowa City. Um, neither of us are really comedians right now, though, because we haven't fucking done dick except for a couple Zoom shows in forever. That's true. I guess I guess we're uh, we're podcasters now. Yeah, we're Zoom comic. Uh, equally as profitable since we don't get anything from this. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it, it's sad time for comedy. Uh, you're you're either a billionaire off of off of TikTok and uh, in in Instagram, or you're I, I I don't know selling heroin, blowing dudes in alleys to get by. I'm actually I've got a Zoom show coming up uh, this Friday that I can't promote because I don't know anything about it. They haven't given me the details. It's a Democratic fundraiser, and uh, I I, I did one of these a long time ago, and it was it was really funny because you know Democrats even even ten years ago they were still the more sensitive party, and I'm not a shock comic. I just tell jokes, but no matter what you say, for that yeah. What's that? I said you don't have to be for that. Yeah, exactly. Because no matter what you say, they are all going to look at one another. They don't just laugh. They're all on pins and needles, and they're all tense, like, okay, even if he's telling a knock-knock joke, should I be laughing at this? I don't know. And I eventually ended up yelling at them because I didn't care. Uh, Is knock a racial slur from the 1920s? I think that might be a racial slur from the 20s. Exactly. But I ended up yelling at them and saying, this is why Republicans win. You guys are too tense. You need to knock it off. I can't remember what. And after the show, there it was only like 100 people there, but every single person came up and shook my hand and was like, that's what we needed to hear. Thank you so much. And I'm like, yeah, you needed to hear it, but I bet you five bucks tomorrow morning you wake up being the same flinchy coward that you, you know, the instant you guys grouped together. I, I don't think I changed anything, but I did feel good yelling at them for being such pussies half the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna happen, man. And plus, it's 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 gonna be weird over over Zoom anyway. I, I've done a couple Zoom comedy shows that were all right. You, you know what I mean? They kind of had some decent turnouts. One had like a chat box on the side. I thought was kind of cool because then people could uh, like talk to you, you know. And so it, it was it was like there was a little bit of that sort of fourth wall is gone so it gives you a little bit more of a feeling of being in a club not, not a lot i guess it's the equivalent of a sex robot that goes ah ah you're so big or whatever apple programmed me to say i mean it helps but you're still fucking a toaster with tits right. you know what i'm saying i've done a cor- couple of corporate shows i've done one uh two i've done two um just show shows on zoom but i've done a handful like five corporate shows that all went really well, and I liked the chat box because I didn't know it was there while I was performing my first set, and then I discovered it when they went on break or just you know, like discussions, and then I discovered it, and like people were going nuts. They they were like if I would say a punchline, they would type that punchline in with "Oh my god, lol!" Like they were repeating my jokes. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was, fun, it was cool. Man. Yeah. Anyway, so if if I knew the deets, the details of the uh, the show I'm co- doing this coming Friday, I would give them, but I don't know what they are. Um, we are recording on Sunday, June or not June, August 9th, the day after both my wedding anniversary and my daughter's birthday. Uh, that ha- those things happen on the same day. So eleven years oh, congrats, of wedded man. bliss. Thank you. Um, 
So if, if anything happens between today and tomorrow in this post, that's why we didn't cover it. Big, big, uh, not much to talk about now, but holy shit, the, the biggest news, at least for a date, Beirut came and went. I mean, the instant it wasn't a terrorist attack, that news went away fast. Like when the bomb went off, it was everywhere and there was speculation. And the instant it was determined that it was fertilizer, Beirut's not even in the news anymore. And that was just several days ago. That's the news, man. The news doesn't give a shit. Oh, we wanted it to be on purpose. Man, accidents aren't sexy enough for us. We're the news. We like flashy. Exactly. That's that's exactly what it is. They, they like flash. They like fear. And incompetence is scary, but it's not coming to get you scary. So. I don't, but that's... Dude incompetence on the part of the federal government is why I've been in my basement for the last six months instead of going to work, dude. I'm way more afraid of incompetence than I am of, 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 of terrorists. That's a good point. And that's that's something we talked about last week, isn't it? I think it is with mail-in voting because I gave Trump credit for a tweet. We don't have to go into it again, but he keeps saying that there's all this fraud in mail-in voting. And then a news report mailed 100 letters. Uh, they did fake ballots and they mailed 100 of them. And 97 showed up, so that means three got lost. That's 3%. And when you're dealing with 330 million people, 3% swings an election. So, yeah, yeah, incompetence is much more frightening. But let's, let's, let's open with that. Let's talk about incompetence and COVID because uh, schools are reopening. I'll just flat out tell you that both my kids have, are, are registered for virtual online at home, you know, for the first nine weeks. I guess here... I could be getting this wrong, but you have nine-week blocks. If you register for in-person, you have to stay for in-person for all nine weeks, uh, and then you can re-decide. They don't let you like make okay. it your mind on a day-to-day basis. But what's what's funny and or scary is places, uh, schools in Mississippi, Indiana, and Georgia all had COVID incidences on day one. They did not even make it out of the gate before a classroom got quarantined or in one case 14 students got told they had to go home and quarantine for 14 days um it, it day one it was happening and yet other schools that haven't opened are still saying no this is a good oh idea oh my We're god in this junior high alone we have 14 crisis actors who have been hired by the deep state to cough <laughs> and act real sick yeah and they're still moving forward i've Let's make them listen to Ronald Reagan speeches until they feel better and stop fibbing. What's funny slash scary is I do believe it can be done. I believe anything can be done, if not for what we already said, incompetence. And you and I were both teenagers. And when you're a teenager, you are as incompetent as fuck. You just, you are dumb. And this, this, I think it was... Georgia, this girl took a picture of a, a hallway between classes. Nobody's wearing a mask. Everybody's shoulder to shoulder. And she got suspended for it. The, again, they go after the whistleblower. I thought that was hilarious and sad, as always. Well, it, it, is, it is against that school's rules to spread uh, left-wing propaganda that's going to help Joe Biden. It says that right in the, in the school's charter. So, <laughs> you, you know, she should have read the fucking fine print. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens when uh, the NFL kicks off because basketball has been going great. They, they put themselves in a bubble. They quarantined everyone and said, you cannot leave this compound. Uh, we're just going to do all the games here in the compound, and it's been working great. Whereas baseball, 
I said, okay, we're going to travel, just nobody in the stands, and teams are exploding with it. Now, these are all healthy athletes, so they're testing positive, but they're not going to the hospital, they're not sick, they're just testing positive. No. And I think that's the nuance that the media, which we've already said, that likes fear, is leaving out. They just say 14 players, I keep using that number, uh, 14 players test positive on, I think it was the Cardinals, but... It's not 14 guys go to the hospital. It's 14 healthy athletes who are asymptomatic test positive. Yeah, that's true. And but to be fair, they, that's still it's still not great because a there there have been younger healthy people people that got this and in some cases have died, but at least have gotten really really fucked up from it, right? But then b more importantly, and I mean here's the reason I'm worried about it. Uh, I'm I'm not worried about getting it and and dying or even becoming gravely ill. Hey, I I may have had it by now, but um, I'm I'm worried about getting it and passing it to somebody else who's, right. who's not going to you know like they might die from it. I might be standing in line and fucking cough that shit on somebody, and now they're gonna fucking die or they're gonna take it home and give it to their parents or I mean I mean that's 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 what the fucking masks are for. That's what the social distancing. Is for it's not oh this is gonna kill all of us it's oh this might kill like fucking five percent of us and yeah they're gonna be older people they're gonna be fat people they're gonna be people with asthma they're gonna, but, but we shouldn't want those people to die or or you know even the people that don't die oh well you just got sick and almost died that's a shitty almost died that's not a oh I was driving a car and oh a semi truck almost hit me but luckily I hit the brakes he hit the brake whoo I almost died that's like a oh I was hacking on my own painful acidy lung butter for three weeks in the hospital thinking I was gonna die. And the hospital wouldn't let my family members in because it's the plague or whatever. And like, like that's a shitty almost died. Yeah, I'm I'm not trying to poo poo it. I've already said I'm keeping my kids home from school. I I I, right, I right. it's not that I fear the virus. I respect it. I do think there should be, I, I want to say, full disclosure or 100% reporting. It's it's when baseball players get the virus. Yeah, it's scary, but if it's still insular and you can social distance those guys, I'm just saying that the the headlines were 14 players test positive. They're going to shut the entire league down. It's like, well, no, again, you can do anything. If these guys test positive and they put on masks and they don't sit in the dugout, that's the one thing I don't understand is they're still using dugouts. They have the entire stadium there and that there are staircases. There are little doorways between the field and the stands. Make everybody just sit behind home plate three seats apart i mean they're they're playing well, social matter. distance when Dude, you have they got group showers in those fucking places they got group shower they're showering right next to each other exactly and they don't have to maybe they just like it maybe that's why they become baseball players maybe it's one of the perks of being a baseball player showering with other guys it could be man but e- either way i mean those the whole setup is is not conducive to social distance it wasn't made for that you know it's it's you it's a locker room they're literally undressing and dressing and showering right next to each other it's, well it's and that's not... why this started with me saying it'll be interesting with the nfl because that's more like basketball where basketball you're in one another's grill non-stop the entire game is indoors on a court touchy 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 whereas Baseball, at least, is outside. You're running, you know, the first baseman and the guy on first base are right next to one another. 
but it's outdoors and it's not contact. Whereas yeah. football is like basketball in that they're going to be in goddamn close proximity to one another the entire game. So going to be interesting. Dude, I feel bad for these like young pro athletes who, you know, they just got out of college. They've heard all these stories about athletes, you know, just partying on the fucking road, having sex with a lot of women. Like you, you obviously can't go that crazy with like drinking and, and doing a lot of drugs. and shit. I mean, some of them do. You, you know, and they're young enough that they can kind of bounce back from it or, or whatever to a point. But they definitely fuck a lot on the road. Yeah. You, you know, and like you just can't do that anymore. Now you're you're just you're quarantined. I mean, are, do you think they're like they're busing in hookers for these guys, poor guys? But they, <laughs> they're they like trapped around their wives so they can't fucking cheat. Like that sucks. Uh, well, what about the pro athlete that deserves to cheat on his wife? What about him? Who weeps for him? I weep for him. I don't, and here's why. I will never, ever, ever understand. Like, I met my wife when I was 36, and we got married, I don't know when, but closer to 40. These guys that are getting married at 18, 19, 20, like, I I, I do not want to speak ill of the dead. Uh, I, I love the man. He was a great athlete. He was a good person. Kobe Bryant got married way too young. When he got busted cheating in Colorado, it was like, of course he's cheating. He's young. He's been with this one woman for way too long. He did not sow his oats. He didn't get it out of his system. And he's a multimillionaire, famous athlete. Women want to have sex with him. Of course he's going to do it. I, you know, again, he's gone. He can't defend himself and his wife. So what I'm saying is inappropriate, but I'm saying I get it. I don't understand any of these athletes that get married at 19, 20, 21, 22. I don't understand it at all. You're way too young for that shit. All of you, no matter who you are. So I respect more of the guys like Julian Edelman, who after the last Patriots. I, I like Bowl, the idea of you being a, a, a football coach, you know what I mean, in high school, but you're like a jaded middle age. All right, take a knee, take a knee. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to warn you about something you kids need to. No, this isn't another drug or alcohol speech. I want to talk to you about marriage. All right, stay the fuck away from marriage. <laughs> It's going to wreck your lives, kids. That horse going to take all your money if you make another pros. Don't get married until you're at least 35. Yeah, Julian Edelman, though, after the last Patriots Super Bowl, the, the next day this woman posted on Instagram, oh, my God, look who's in my bed. Like, he was out banging right away. She, right. She, she, he didn't know her. She's just like, I picked him up last night. <laughs> yeah, I. what you got to do, we got we to gotta do that. We got to go around giving speeches to college athletes. You know what I mean? And just fucking, all right, here's, here's a picture of Kobe Bryant's divorce settlement. Now here's a picture of Gronkowski at spring break. Which one looks like a better time? Which one looks like more fun to do when you're 25 years well, old? Well, Kobe didn't get divorced, but you could just put up the, he had to buy the $4 million did, did get, diamond. I think it I was. Thought he got, I thought he got divorced earlier. No, he, he bought that huge diamond. He bought that. Oh, that's right. That enormous goddamn divorced? diamond. So, I, I I must be thinking of some uh, some other like huge basketball player that I, I just remember some big basketball player getting divorced and and paying somebody like tens of millions of dollars. I don't know if it was like I don't know if it was Shaq. What we need to was, do man. is we we can because we're old white men and a lot of the nba a lot of athletes are young african-american men black men i don't know what to say anymore um i guess now the new thing is to say black but you capitalize it because they are american but they're not african-american either way i don't i'm I, I, i'm gonna call them young blood i'm gonna talk to them like like i'm an old black uncle or something 
Youngblood to me is still a Rob Lowe movie, so I, I don't know about that. That old I, I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's it's one of his What's first. Ke- everyone's in it. I think Patrick Swayze in it. Keanu Reeves has like one line. He's a background. It's from the early early eighties. It's called The Young Blood. But um, anyway, uh, so since we are old white men and a lot of athletes are young black men, we need. They won't relate to us with our message of don't get married. What we need to do is we need to show them Eddie Murphy's Raw with that half Eddie. Half. Remember that old bit? Oh, that was a great bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, he, where, he, where he goes and he, he gets the lady off the zebra, right? Yeah, he gets her from Africa yeah. oh, and great. she's still, when they get divorced, he demands half. What have you done for me lately, Eddie? Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great one. Yeah. But switching gears, but staying on COVID, uh, let's talk about, uh, we don't do this often because I don't find it often enough. I call it my clickbait headline of the week, even though we don't do it weekly. Uh, I sent you the thing. Because the, the, the headline is, of course, is clickbaity. In a twist on loyalty programs, United Arab Emirates Airline is promising travelers a free funeral if infected with COVID. And you're like, fly the friendly skies, and if you die, we'll pay for your funeral. So you click it, but the article is actually just about insurance. What they are saying is, hey, come fly our airline. If you get diagnosed, we will cover up to $176,000 of medical expenses. We will pay you $118 a day for quarantine costs. And if you actually die, we will pay for your funeral. So it's not just, you know, fly with us and hey, if you die, who cares? We'll pay for your funeral. They're actually taking out insurance on flyers. They're trying to boost their airline. It's actually a really good idea. The headline wow. just screams, if you fly, you're going to die in the airline. It makes it callous, but it's really smart. They're taking out insurance and saying, look, we believe it's safe to fly our airlines with our uh, um, stipulations, our conditions, please travel. And if something happens, we got your back. I think it's a great service that is getting shitty coverage. It is. It is. And, and it made me realize what a terrible person I am, because as you were reading that about the first halfway through that, the, you know, the description you did, I'm sitting there going, wow, that's a, it's such a, such a great thing. This company's taking you know, going above and beyond taking responsibilities for their customers. That's great. And then by the end, I was going, I need to get COVID and then take one of these flights so I can get some of this money. You, you know what I mean? Like, I, because I don't know where the fuck you got it. If I'm if I'm out licking subway poles and, and, and eating bats and flushing, they don't fucking know I was doing that before I got on the plane. I'll just get it and then fuck. I'm, I'm in New York City, man. This was the hotbed. I'll just get it from somewhere else. Hell, my neighborhood Astoria, everyone walks around with that. Man, I could just walk by any given hookah bar on any given night on Steinway Street. I'm going to get COVID. And gonna, so I'll just do that, take a flight the next day, and then boom, I'm, I'm making money off of this. I'm going to do you one better. See, I'm sure they have fine print that somehow has to scientifically prove you got it on the flight. I'm, I'm sure they have some sort of way that says if I, I don't I don't I can't imagine what it would be, but I'm sure they have an. But that's what clause. I'm saying. How do you prove that's that's well, tough though? Here's it's how you tough do to it: prove that you got it on the unless you're testing everybody that gets on the. That's plane. what I was going to say might be the problem. Now, if you could trick the test somehow, what you with the the way to do it is if you you infect yourself in New York and then you get ten friends who are clean 
and you to all spit get in my on mouth, the so they swab it, right? Yeah. So they swab my friend's clean spit while they're trying to swab my spit. No, no, no. Just That's you good. get the ten friends on the flight with you, and then instead of the Mile High Club, instead of fucking in a bathroom, you just go in the bathroom, and one by one, your friends go in the bathroom. You cough on them, so they test clean getting on the flight. Now you'll have to test. The, the the thing is like the pee in the cup with the fake dick that you that people the, the to beat drug tests. I don't know how you beat a COVID test. You have to find a way to beat that. But your I just said I'm going to have my clean spread. They're, they're going to spit in my mouth. All of them. They're going to spit in my mouth so that when they swab my mouth to get the COVID test, they swab their spit yes. instead of mine. See, there you go. And then those Boom. ten friends get on the flight. And instead of fucking I'm going to be bathroom, so mad if I do this and then they don't even test me. I'm like, let me But you infect your 10 friends on the flight so that they get on having tested clean. And then it gets uh, contact traced back to you on the flight. And then everybody cashes in. So now it's Oh, this like, is great. This is like a biological pyramid scheme. Well, like yeah, that. or a lottery scam. Either way, it, it, yeah. it's, it's, we're, we're, we're fighting a way to beat the system. Listeners. I don't know why you 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 know don't listen to us more because we have ideas. Yeah. We've they, these are just this is off the top of our goddamn head. There, yeah, there's a company out there trying to do the right thing. You need to ask yourselves how can you make this benefit you? <laughs> how can you take advantage of that company yes. that's trying to look after its customers? That, that's right. That's that's not the American way. All right, that's not what capitalism is about. It's you not. need to punish them for doing that. Um. Let's skip from capitalism to hypocrisy. Why not? I, I, I hope you have a lot to say on this because this is one of those subjects where I get too flustered and not angry, but just I throw my hands up in, are you fucking kidding me? Who, who how? How does this happen? Who falls for this? Uh, Jerry Falwell Jr., walking piece of shit, his entire life has said and done horrible things all the way up through... Uh, trying to reopen Liberty University in the middle of the pandemic last year. Every, he, he has defenders up the wazoo. He has followers. Wait, Everybody, year. all his evangelical year, right? uh, followers believe him, love him, even though he's a human piece of shit. He takes a picture with his pants unbuttoned and his shirt pulled up. It's an obvious joke picture. I mean, if there were... If you're fucking this woman, I don't know if he if he's married, if he's cheating on his wife, but if you are with a mistress... You don't take a picture like that and release it yourself. It's obviously a stupid joke picture he took with his pants unbuttoned and his shirt up showing his little belly. And his followers go apeshit and he has to step down. He is on a leave of absence over a Polaroid. All his statements about women, all his statements about gays, all his actions regarding Trump, all his uh, comments against Obama, uh, his stupid university, nothing phases them. A stupid Instagram post that is obviously a joke on his part. It's amazing to me. The the it just boggles my goddamn mind. Yeah, it's and 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 I. On one hand, I'm like, all right, that's fucking stupid of of him to do that. Like you 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 had it made. You had all these dummies giving you a, a bunch of money because they thought you were like blowing the Lord or however that works. I, I don't I don't know, but they thought you were like some some guy who's tied close to Jesus, and so here's all my money. Uh, have fun. The Lord wants you to have a, lo- a yacht. Uh, take take part of my social security money. You had you were born into that gig. All you had to do 
was be sleazy, not on camera. And you intentionally uploaded one yourself, right? So, so that's what I'm thinking on one half. And then the other half of my brain is going, well, the people that are upset at him, aren't you the same people who've been backing Trump at this point? They you, are. You know Absolutely. You're, you're not, yes. Right. And it's, it's like, what do you, you, you've been endorsing the sleazy Manhattan billionaire guy on his third trophy wife that's always fucking models and stuff that you know that used some of your campaign donations to pay off porn stars and shit but like and this this picture is what what has you over the edge it, it that's absolutely the hypocrisy that's why I don't that's why I get flustered it's it's I can't speak truth to hypocrisy I just I at what point do you break through that, pierce that veil of ignorance, of blindness? It's I don't even call I don't even want to call it ignorance. I'll take that back. That was that was an insult on my part. It is willful blindness. It is blinders on. I will only see what I want to see, and I will only find offensive what I want to find offensive, even if it goes against everything I say I believe according to my religion. It's. It's insane. But to go back to what you said before that, that is also insane, too. You have this guy, like you said, who was born into a grift, and all he had to do was sit back and do nothing, and yet he pushed the boundaries. Do you think it's because he has been so untouchable for so long, he just didn't see it coming? It's like, you know, I've, I've lived my whole life being absurd, and nobody has said anything. What's a picture going to do? I think he's drunk as fuck. He looks drunk as fuck. And all I could think looking at that photo was just two little country kids outside misbehaving. Did you watch that show? No, I did not. Righteous, oh shit, dude! Righteous Gemstones on HBO. It is a show about this exact picture. Oh, the, I fucking uh, swear the to God, dude. John Goodman show. Yes, yes, about the televangelist. There's and, and, and this picture kind of captures what that comedy is about. It's about sort of the the rich kids of like a like a wealthy televangelist type guy. It's a, like a sleazy Jerry Fullwell Jr. type. Because the thing is, is even even if you're even if they're rich off of you know religious stuff, it's like those, those kids are still going to grow up like most rich kids, partying their fucking asses off with a lot of spare funds to buy whatever the so they're still they're still in with the kind of upper echelons of society you know what i mean but the the younger version of the upper echelons of society is you know out on boats at spring break and just fucking drinking and, and, and gagging up lines and oh what's your dad do he's in uh He's in energy, huh? And oh, your dad, he's, he's, he's in banking. Oh, what's my dad do? He uh, convinces a bunch of uh, dumb people that God is real. <laughs> you, you, like, that's just, that's the way they are, man. And so, woo, yeah, pretend that God is a thing. Yeah, worship the hippie Bernie Sanders without all the properties in Vermont. You know what I mean? Like, give me a, a, a yacht so we can, we can worship that guy. And it, 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 that's just sort of the way they are and i'm not saying there's there's none of them that that really decide hey i want to go and sort of live a, a a modest life and i really believe in all this nonsense and yeah yeah talking snake and all of that totally fucking happened and i'm gonna i'm gonna live this to i think most of them just fucking go hog wild and at some point if you're if you're just if you've been living your entire life on yachts with a bunch of blow, hot women, 
you drunk all the time. You, you know what I mean? You got lobsters, you got flaming yawn. You don't feel like you're touchable at all, man. Right. You just, you, you're impulsive. You yeah. do what you want, man. Yeah, hey, fuck it. Let's unbutton our pants and fucking put it on Instagram. That would be funny. As, oh, you know what? I think it'd be a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take the picture. Like, at some point, you just fucking get caught up in nonsense. He's holding the drink while he's doing it, you know? I think dude is just having a fucking party. He's been having a, a 55-year party or however old he is. And and that's just, you know, when you, when you party hard like that. Sometimes you end up on Instagram with your pants unbuttoned a little bit. Not as crazy as I would have gone by this point, by any. By the way. I would have been like the uh, Uncle Baby Billy in, in Righteous Gemstones. Uh, listeners, if you've seen the movie, you know the reference. I am, I am like a, 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 an agnostic Uncle Baby Billy. I'll, I'll have to check that out, but I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I think it was like Stephanie Seymour's kids are complete assholes, but... There, for a while, there was a Instagram feed that was all wealthy kids that all they did was just show off their excess and their asshole nature. They grew up without limits, without ever being told no, without boundaries. And the worst case example of it is that uh, a shitbag in Texas, the kid that uh, killed someone drunk driving and the judge let him off because of uh, what was it called? Affluenza. He, he oh, grew up yeah, so yeah, yeah. affluent. He didn't know right from wrong. That's that's one step under. Uh, I'm letting him go because it's. Uh, I've, I've been bribed. <laughs> he might as well have just said that. <laughs> Pretty. Much. There's no way you said that phrase affluenza in in your verdict without getting a huge, a massive check from somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who, well, who dreams that up in the first books, case? But. What prosecutor? What the defender? says, ooh, ooh, I've got one. Affluenza. And yeah. then the entire team goes, yes, that will be... And it no, I think, I think at first the entire team was like, no, it's never going to work. He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. It comes with a 500,000 donations to this judge's... Um, oh, let's, let's call it an election campaign. Don't know what he's running for, but we got a 500 grand bag of money. In, I, judges uh, are elected. I don't know how often they're re-elected. Some are appointed judges for life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, isn't it certain certain judges are, are elected? Certain, certain are judges appointed? are elected, some are appointed. Like that Brock Turner yeah. judge got recalled. He was voted in, but they recalled him. In uh, So yeah, you basically got to pay him enough money to where if he gets recalled, he's, he's cool with it. That's, yeah, uh, he, he I, I think with it. something like that. Speaking of money and uh, hypocrisy and, and Trump, let's, 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 uh, you talked about his followers. I thought it was stunning. Not stunning. I actually... Again, I admire Trump sometimes. I really do. Uh, the way I don't, I don't know if I call it his his positive outlook outlook or his ability to just twist his ability to put forth anything without context. And I follow him on Twitter. And when the jobs report came out this past week, he had a huge banner: um, 1.8 million jobs added in July. And it was all thumbs up and jobs, 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 and economy, economy, economy. And I just find it insane that he is able to do that and that people are able to, not all people, but the people that support him will look at that and support that without any recognition of the truth that those 1.8 million people did not receive new jobs. Those are 1.8 million people going back to work after having been laid off from their jobs. And that when Trump took office, I looked this up. I don't remember the exact numbers. I think unemployment was 4.4%. 4. 
and now it's around 11%. And he doesn't acknowledge that either. He just acknowledges, hey, look, they said that we'd add 800,000 jobs. We added 1.8 million jobs. That's a million more than they thought. I'm a great I've president. decided to not start the unemployment numbers from when I when I took office. I've decided to start them from the absolute Mariana Trench that I have put it in. Um, but he pretends and, the Mariana Trench he didn't create. That's the thing. Yeah, is, yeah he, he starts at the mm-hmm. bottom of the trench, but he forgets that he created it. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's ridiculous. Now his his diehards are going to be behind him on that, but um, that's no. I, I I think I think the situation with with not just the economy, but the, the medical shit. Now, I mean, that was caused by the medical shit, but it, I, I think this is going to sink them because, yeah, you may get a loud, vocal uh, sort of minority behind him, but I, I, I think the majority of people know, they, they can see through that. Well, and the diehards that are showing up to his campaigns with the signs and, and, and all of that, I mean, yeah, they're never going to... And even... Even when they look at the, they'll somehow fig, figure out a way to blame it on Democrats. You, you know, like they'll just—it right. doesn't matter how insane they, they will draw lines from one thing to another, uh, like Russell Crowe in A Beautiful Mind, and oh, see they, this if you do this is how it's the Democrats' fault. You know, and it's—I I fucking got one conspiracy video that some asshole sent me. I uh, say, oh well, o- Obama sent money um, to aid some shit in Wuhan, like a, a lab in Wuhan, uh, in Wuhan, and they created the, and, and it's like, so we, we, you, you're going to blame the federal rollout of this on a guy who hasn't been in office for three fucking years? Are you out of your minds? But I mean, they, they are, they're, they're trying, you know? I actually know that story. I'm not going to get it correct because I read it or learned about it weeks and weeks ago, but the truth is Obama did authorize funds for the lab to study infectious diseases because he was all about preventing a pandemic. Right. Yeah, that's what that money was for. Right. And then Trump got into office and either reauthorized it or held it back. And then he held it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he held it back. And then so it didn't even go through. But 60 Minutes did a great report on this, talking about how there was an American-Chinese partnership to fight infectious diseases and yet assholes like David Nunez cried what your conspiracy theory video did, and they cut off all funding, and now we're just sitting with our dicks in the wind because of these assholes who just want to be angry. Yeah, and, it's fucking wild, man. Yeah, they just want to scream China as opposed to looking at the, the like you said, facts. And that, But to, to stick to topic, you are right. That's only the diehards. And I'm going to go ahead and guess that I think at peak, 30 million people lost their jobs. So 1.8 go back to work. I don't think those 1.8 million people are suddenly happy and flipped like a light switch. Like, well, I was out of work, but now I'm back at my job. So go Trump. And I definitely don't think the 28 million people remaining out of work are pro-Trump. You know, so he can tout, yay, bigger job growth than expected. But again, it's not job growth. It's scratching your way back to neutral. And to go back to where this started, part of me admires his just blatant lying, his ability to say fuck it to the whole truth and only put forth what he wants people to see. I mean, there is a beauty to that. Because uh, the, the, it's a willful decision to, to lie of omission, it's called. 
and, and it's part yeah. of this to be admired. But I think like you're, I think you're correct. I think most people will not see through it. I think most people won't see through it. And, and look, there's a way that you can still kind of spin those numbers to where it's the Democrats' fault in, in that you can you can say, well, I've been telling people to go back to work. I've been telling people to open up. These numbers are because the Democrats uh, want to create a nanny state. The da- Democrats want to keep you home from work. Democrats are just trying to do this to try to set they they're they're trying to use this as an excuse to tank the economy to try to fuck up my re-election campaign. This is a deep state, this is blah 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 blah. You you can and people will get behind that to a point. Um more more than this whole, well, let's pretend that the numbers weren't a, <laughs> a completely different way like seven, eight months ago, right? You can you can definitely do that, which is what he was trying to do for a while. You can do that as long as, and I've been saying that this since the beginning, um, Donald Trump will win the next election if swing states get hit worse economically than they do medically, right? If this is if this just would have right. basically stayed on the coasts and been in states that were going to go blue anyway, um, if a bunch of people kind of lost their jobs, whatever, in swing state, and it didn't really spread out there. Then he was going to be, get to be the white knight coming in and saving the economy. That the opposite has happened. Now the swing states are getting fucking hit, and they're getting hit hard. And they get to look at videos of a guy that could have prevented this shit, or at least at least at least try. Like we we don't have a sort of black mirror ultimate you know alternate reality universe. Where we can go back six months and he goes, okay, people, this is a serious thing. I'm going to get tense. You should wear a mask. Where, where he did that shit in February and March. I, it may have spread anyway. I mean, you go around, like I've, I've pointed out my, my neighborhood of Astoria, a lot of people not wearing masks, especially at night. And you know what? Not a single Trump supporter among them. You know, So we, we don't know that people would have taken it seriously, even if he had said this. Hell, if anything, maybe, oh, Trump's saying to take it seriously. But um, uh, f- fuck him. Uh, uh, masks are racist because Trump said to wear them. You right. know, like that. Ah! Right. You know, and, and, and that like, knee-jerk reaction both sides have. Right, right. It, 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 you know, shit gets polarized in this country. If he would have been going hard, hey, do the, uh, do the, the, you know, take the shit seriously, then maybe people people on the left wouldn't have taken it seriously. Who who knows, right? So, and then, hey, maybe it still wouldn't have worked. We got hit crazy hard in New York, in New York all at once, and, we, like, we took it serious pretty quick. You know, well, I mean, we didn't really have much of a choice because it fucking happened all at once. But I, I don't know that that would have happened had he done the right thing. That being said, he didn't do the right thing. And so people who are getting hit with it hard that are in, in states that matter when it comes to voting in a general election get to look back at that, look back at him not rolling out tests that, with, that he could have gotten from the World Health Organization early. Um, not trying to do any kind of contact tracing, not not really doing much of anything that first month except for saying it's not going to be that bad. This is a fucking Democratic hoax. And, oh, the masks are basically like a bumper sticker uh, to vote against Trump. You, you know, he had some kind of uh, quote like that. Yeah, I remember. And so it, it, they're going to get to look at that and they're going to get to look at their, at their loved ones in the hospital. And they, they're going to be like, fuck that. Even, if, you know, no matter how they voted last time, whether they didn't vote at all, that's that's going to mean something to people. Well, let me let me ask you this. Um, I did not send you this article, so you have to have seen or heard it. I I only saw the headlines. I did. I may might have clicked one, but I never saw it anywhere. I thought was 
completely legitimate. I thought it was more conspiracy theory than than actual, so I didn't really click on it. But who knows? Did you see or did you hear any of the articles that described what you just said? There were articles floating this past week that said Jared Kushner believed the coronavirus would stick to New York, California, and the coasts and the blue states, and they thought it would be good to ignore it and leave it alone and let those blue states get decimated in order to win re-election. Did you hear or read any of that? I thought it was a little too conspiracy theory for me. I didn't, but, but. well, I think to some level that's absolutely, well, you know that's true to some level because of how how much he fucking ignored that in the beginning. Not, Not only ignored it, but told people to flat out not fucking worry about it. There's no way he would have done that if he thought that states that were going to matter when it came to voting against him would have gotten hit the way they are now. There's, so there's say, no fucking say way it opened like in that. Florida instead of New York. You think his response would have been different because Florida is a swing state with... Yeah, yeah, I think his response would have been way different, especially if it was... Um, if it was obviously that, that it was going to spread to more states, right? Because if, look, if, if you, you know, say you've got like 12, with, there's like a dozen swing states, something like that. Yeah. Um, if you get one of them that's getting hit really bad medically and you think 11 of the other ones won't and they're just going to get hit worse economically and they're just going to sit there going, hey, this is just a problem that's there. I should not have to you know, take a pay cut in any way. I shouldn't have to fucking stay home. I shouldn't have to do that because it's not going to hit us, right? Then they're going to champion the guy saying, hey, go back to work, right? If they're not getting sick and they want to go back to work, whoever says go back to work, that's the guy they're going for. Whereas if you got a guy saying, hey, go back to work, and then they get sick, that's a different fucking story. If they're burying their fucking parents when you were saying this is going to be fine, that's going to mean something, right? So it's, it's, it really is just a numbers game. It was just, it was betting on stocks. It was betting on um, people getting sick as if they were stocks. You know, he uh, he was betting that the stocks in the swing state would not get sick. They did get sick. So he, he, he played it two different, he, he, he played it the, the, the wrong way, basically. Um, not, not just morally, but in terms of strategically for his reelection, because they, they're fucking getting hit now, so... No. Well, it'll be, it'll be interesting. I haven't seen this ad yet, but I'm, I'm assuming places, especially like the Lincoln Project, are sitting on it where they have quotes from the beginning where he said, you know, I remember at one point they revised the numbers downward in March when we went into lockdown. He said it's going to be 60,000 people tops. It used to be like 60 or it used to be 80 to 100,000 they thought might max out at. And then... Yeah. It looked good for a moment. They said, we're revising it down to 60,000. We're at 165,000 deaths right now. I just looked. And yeah. uh, so it'll be interesting when the ad comes out with him saying, we're doing great. It's going to be less than 60,000. And then they have one of those running scrolls showing it shoot 100,000 past 60,000 right. and climbing. Or even even like guessing it's going to be low, just saying, hey, it's only going to be this many. As opposed, which is still bad, you know, but like... Well, it's still a football stadium. Guessing, guessing low is one thing. Guessing low is one thing. But the shit that I think is going to hurt them the most is, A, the the bad rollouts of the tests. Because that's, that's something that actually affects those numbers. Right. Um, B, him telling people to go back to work, not to worry about social distancing, not wearing a mask, not... Basically him actively trying to get people not to prevent this thing. 
That's the part. Not him saying, oh, it's, it's, it's not going to be as high as some projection. That's just guessing. Because if I tell you, oh, I only think it's going to be 60000 but to be safe, you should wear a mask. You should, you yeah. should socially distance. That's one thing, right? That's somebody just being optimistic but careful. If it's somebody just telling you, yeah, yeah, um, this, this car is really, really safe, so don't wear a seatbelt and drive as fast as you can, you know, and then you hit a brick wall <laughs> and fly through the fucking windshield, that's, right. you know, that's, that's, that's basically what he did. Uh, not, uh, let's, let's end on this. Um, not to, let's, let's be clear to anybody that happened to have tuned in for the first time. We, we never want to pretend like we're sucking Joe Biden's dick. He was not our first choice or our second choice or our third or fourth or fifth. Like, neither of us are, like... I won't suck his dick, but I will let him sniff my hair. There you uh, go. He likes I mean, it. I don't have anything against Joe Biden, but I, I just didn't want him to run. I don't like the fact that he's the candidate right now. All of that said, did you happen to see the clip from Fox News just, I think, yesterday? And then the Lincoln Project, again, not to suck their dick, uh, turned it into a great little side-by-side a uh, reporter for Fox News, Joe Biden went on a bike ride. Did you see that? No, I did not. Okay, so Joe Biden is riding a bike, and this guy's standing on a corner. Or, uh, uh, he's like, as Joe Biden is riding by, he yells like, hey, who, did you pick your running mate? And Joe goes, yes. And he goes, who is it? He goes, you. And then Biden's gone. <laughs> so, so first of all, he's riding a bike. That's and great. second, he hears the question he can answer. And then he comes up with a zinger. And the Lincoln Project took that moment and did a side-by-side of Trump trying to walk down the ramp at the Naval Academy next to Biden just fucking zipping by on a bike. <laughs> like, which one is That's healthier great. and stronger and more fitting into it? So it was just a neat little moment, but it was That's a awesome. good zinger. I, I liked it. I like that he's laying low, too, man. He's doing the right thing. Joe Biden is the perfect presidential candidate as long as he's not doing or saying things. Like okay? he did this he's week where he said the difference... You know, did you hear this? The, what he said about the difference between the black community and the Latino community is the Latino community is very diverse. That's what he said. What this the fuck? That's what he said. Back. I didn't even hear that. God damn it, Joe. Exactly. Fucking, God damn it. <laughs> he had to apologize to the black community or make amends, but that's not the exact <sighs> quote, but it's really damn close. He said the difference between the black community and the Latino community is there's a lot of diversity in the Latino <laughs> Here's here's All he here's what's open his mouth here's, and fuck up. Here's here's Joe. Here, let me let me just tie everything back to the goddamn virus. Tie look, you can win this one as long as you just bring it back to the the differences between the black and latino community. I don't know what they are, but I know I would have gotten them tests in March. Uh, I would have gotten both <laughs> like any fucking question. Any any question. I don't give a shit. His campaign slogan should just be vote for me. And you'll never have a 2020 under my candidacy. It's, it's 2020. I'm not even promising I'll be a good president. I will just not make this fucking year happen. All he has to I mean, if he really, I haven't heard him say this. I'm sure he has. But literally all he has to do is say, Trump disbanded this, this, and this when it comes to pandemic response that Obama set in place. I'm going to set those things in place again. Like you just said, there will never be another 2020 because we're going to put all these safeguards back in place that Trump dismantled. That's it. Dude, even his campaign slogan could be, uh, if you vote for me on a weekly basis, I will, I will say racially insensitive things. I will do creepy shit to women, but I will get you tests should a pandemic break out. I'd be like, God damn it. I, I, I didn't like the first part of his speech there, but uh, the be damn if you didn't win me over with the second. Yep. Yep. So it's all that matters. Just don't say anything. Any fucking question they ask you, literally just say, 
I don't know because I'm senile. But I do know I will get you... Te- like, just say that. Just memorize that fucking line. Anything, anything. That question doesn't matter. I will get you tests. That is your answer to fucking everything. Yep. How will you handle the economy? I'll get you tested so you can get back to work. How will you handle yeah. this? I'll get you tested so you can do this. How will you handle Iran? I will get you tested so that people can handle Iran. Just everything. Yeah. Yeah. How am I going to fix uh, racial tensions in America with the cops and everything uh, by not giving everyone COVID? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. That should be Joe Biden's plan. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. You Jake know he's going to fuck Vevra. it up, though. We gave him a gain-winning fucking plan, and he's going he's gonna to get senile and forget yes. it. Yes. NathanTimmel.com. Um, yeah, I'm doing a Zoom show, but I'm not promoting it because I don't know fucking anything about it. They have not given me any details. So, so uh Yeah, you can't watch it. All right, thanks for tuning in. Bye, everyone. Later.